I'm Andy. And I'm Jessica. And this is The Coop. You're listening to The Coop Homeschool Podcast. This is your podcast for community, humility, and joyful fun in homeschooling. This is episode 22, Thankfulness. Today we're talking about thankfulness. Oh, I'm so thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. It's November and um, this is the month where we give thanks and there's so much surrounding that idea of giving thanks that we just really wanted to break it down and share with you some ways that you can discuss thankfulness and share thankfulness and encourage thankfulness with your children. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into it, let's uh, do some scoop on the coop. Mandy, what you got? Oh, well, uh, it was a Halloween week. And so we, my church put on a Reformation night, which is a a church history Mm -hmm. type of celebration of um, that same date. And so we had a Reformation skit, and guess who the stars were? Uh, uh, you, of course. Yes, I, I was Catherine Van Bora, I think her name is. Um, she was a nun, nice. but then she married Martin Luther, who okay. was the reformer and who was a former monk. And and then our three kids, they were the 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 kids, and not our kids, but they right. were the, the kids in it saying, oh, gross, the diet of worms. Right. You know, did you really have to eat worms? But what was really cool about it is we did incorporate that skit into our homeschooling in that we, like, you know, practiced over and over again. Right. The kids had to learn to speak slowly and clearly, uh, just like you would in the theater, right? So uh, to project to finish their words, you know, right. not drop off the last sound like they, they like little kids do. Start mumbling at the end, yeah. Yeah, and then even um, my oldest and my youngest memorized their lines. Cute. I, it was amazing. Like my oldest, he one of his lines was probably like uh, five to seven sentences long, and uh, so that was really cool to see. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was a great uh, lesson in um, memorization theater, speaking skills, right. public speaking skills. Yeah, it was great. Awesome. And it was fun. It's fun to do things as a family oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And we're all in costume and everything. Great memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, last week was the election. And um, in our house, we had a fun time just kind of discussing the election. Um, we had such a great learning opportunity with the mock election that our COOP group did and um, going through those results. And then being able to use that to, to um, you know, catalyze on the actual current election. And, you know, then my daughter had a great idea of what the electorate was and, mm-hmm. like, what that meant. And, you know, especially in its contentious state, she was able to kind of see why it's so important to, you know, to do the things that we do and everything. So it was a really great learning opportunity. And it brushed up my knowledge on how elections really work. Yeah. Yeah. My kids had a blast. Oh, good. And the voting booth was really cute with the balloons. Right. And, um, and then you had all the stickers and, and yeah, yeah the, the workbook you walk them through that you made yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, it was, a, ended up being about a 30 minute 
Yeah. Full-blown lesson. lesson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we they, went through each state that our kids had registered to vote in. Mm-hmm. So I announced the winners of each state and then we would color it in on our maps. So it very much mimicked, you know, the real election night. Mm-hmm. So it was really fun. And it was the day before the real election. Mm-hmm. So my son, I had another one of those maps right. uh, that we got from our, uh, what is the presidential yes. election? So he sat there and he was up till about 11 PM still trying to color in states. So cute. And finally, we said he had to go to bed. But yeah. he loved... It was, you know, the Super Bowl for yeah, him. absolutely. You know? It was fun, yeah. yeah. So we do have those resources on our blog. And if you want to just check out those pictures, those are on our Instagram. So yeah. be sure to check that out. And a number of people used it, too. Yeah. So it was really fun to see that was all the really people... Fun. Who were able to utilize the work you did. Right. You know? And they were voting for their own Disney characters. Yeah. To see, really you know, which ones voted for the same president. Uh, in our mock election, mm-hmm. Mulan was elected president. Yeah. She won the popular and electorate. Or by elect- far. Yeah. By yeah. far. But I think it was the description right. that she fights for what is right. I guess so. So there we go. All yeah. right. So let's let's get into some thankfulness. Yes. So um I wanted to really just organize the thoughts in a way of, of different ways that we can do thankfulness with our kids. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to start with actual lessons, you mm-hmm. know, because I think that homeschool parents often want to do things in kind of these like lessons or studies or dive deep, you know, moments. And so um, that's kind of where I always like to start. So the obvious go-to, especially with young children, are books. Mm-hmm. Right, picture books and all kinds of stuff. So I found a website that has um, a great list. It's 17 books that show kids what it means to be thankful. And so it has books from, you know, Llama Llama and the Berenstein Bears all the way to Little Women and The Book Thief. So mm-hmm. young adult books that you wouldn't necessarily have thought to categorize yeah. as a thankfulness book. But then when I saw Little Women on the list, I was like, of course it is. Yeah. It's such a beautiful book and, you know, they just have such gratitude, deep gratitude for one another, for um, family, and just for all the amazing blessings that God gives despite hardships, despite Mm -hmm. disappointment. You know, giving, yeah, their feast, you know, they share their feast, Mm -hmm. they, you know, give away their hair or sell their hair, you know, and yeah, Yeah. it's Mm -hmm. a great book. And my daughter... She's read the um, abridged version, mm-hmm. so that's fun to be able to bring that up with her and talk about that and be able to really point out those moments and share that. And it's nice when it comes from somebody else, not just us and, right. you know, in our preachy moments as moms and dads, right. you know. Right. You should be thankful you have any food to eat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I You have no idea <laughs> how often I, I reference... Um, uh, developing countries and, and the poverty that, you right. know, and how thankful they should be that they, like, they have anything to be able to throw away, exactly. you know, and yeah. So, yeah. And that leads me to the next big lesson, which is having an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely lots of ways that you can, um, discuss that with your kids and practice it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the ways is the gratitude journals. And um, you had an interesting fact about gratitude with kids and how that develops over time. Right. So you can complete a gratitude journal every day like we Mm -hmm. do as part of our dailies, but that won't necessarily bring them better satisfaction in life, even though research shows that it does that, that it it increases people's happiness and satisfaction. Right. 
but the key factor is maturity. So if a person, most likely a child, does not have maturity, the the gratitude won't necessarily bring on satisfaction right. in life. But when but if they get in a good practice of it, then hopefully when as maturity comes in, they'll they'll actually experience also the satisfaction. Exactly. But I thought that was just a, a a very interesting point that oh no wonder, you know they don't they don't seem to feel gratitude even though they're writing all these things they're supposedly thankful for. Right. Well, the maturity is not there. Right. So it's a great practice and a great habit to instill, but we may not see the fruits of that until their emotional maturity is at the right point. Right. And I think I got that in case people want to look at that more from um, possibly from psychology um, today. And it was a research. Yeah, it was UC Davis and University of Miami who did the research. So you can probably look it up there yeah. or also look in uh, at New York Times sure. as well. And, you know, we do link our, our resources and our, our um, you know, documents or printables um, on our podcast page on our website. So you can go to the couphomeschool.com slash podcast mm-hmm. and, and look at all of these different things that we um, reference. Oh, yeah. That may have been the Harvard Medical School one, actually. Hmm. I looked at a lot. There's a lot of research on it. So if this interests you, you could definitely look deeper into it, especially if it's something your child or you yourself are struggling with. And going, just sticking with the gratitude journal a little bit, um, ourselves, us, us, um, doing a gratitude. So I have my own, Yes. the kids each have theirs. Mm -hmm. And, um, I try and always do the smallest things in my gratitude journal so the kids can see, wow, I can even be you know, thankful for the, the smallest of things, right. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's really the whole point, right? Is that we should be thankful for everything, mm-hmm. including those little mm-hmm. things. So and it helps to model it. Exactly. You know? Being able yeah. to model gratitude is really important. You know, why would they want to do, you know, have an attitude of gratitude to a, a mother who's not modeling it herself? Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's, you know, obviously you can use the Big Life Journal. That's uh-huh. a very popular one out there. Um, Big Life Journal walks kids through a lot of stories of different people, you know, um, overcoming different obstacles. And so it's a great little tool to kind of discuss things and it prompts them to write about something specific. And so yeah. that's great too, because they don't have to just conjure something that they're thankful for out of nowhere, you know, they can, they're prompted to think about a situation and write about that. Yeah. And I, I remember learning about charity water through that. And that was really cool because usually with most of these stories, whether it was the Tom's guy, the guy who invented Tom's, there's usually a YouTube about their charity or their life. And so then I would always couple it with the YouTube about them. Sure. Um, and charity water was a really good one because the guy who was actually in the YouTube, who was uh, playing a big part in it, he didn't like totally start it. I don't think, but he was a big okay. part in it. Mm-hmm. He, um, he had lived a life of, uh, frivolity and still had no satisfaction in life, right. obviously. Yeah. And so he got involved in this in charity water and, and building wells. So people don't have to spend kids don't have to spend their entire day Right. Walking all the way to dirty river water, right, where animals were using it to mm-hmm. go to the bathroom, you know, and and so the kids watched that like awestruck, really, you know, and 
And then there was, like, you know, some kid who gave up his nine-year-old birthday party. Right. And asked everyone to just give to that charity. And so yeah. it just kind of introduces kids to other perspectives, its perspectives and other lives. Right. And how people live differently and how, the, you know, giving comes out of thankfulness. And then it just helps you be even more thankful. Yes. You know, it's, it's a nice cycle. Exactly. Yeah. And then, of course, um, there's biblical teachings on thankfulness and gratitude and, and that kind of thing. So there's so many opportunities to, to teach it and to be able to dive deep mm-hmm. and um, go through that with your kids. And then um, that moves us into the fun things like activities. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, you know, beyond lessons and learning in that way, there's the activities where you can kind of merge fun and learning at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, one of my favorites is the thankful tree. Mm. And so we've made it before using um, construction paper to make the tree. And then I pre-cut the leaves. And then each day we write something that we're thankful for. Usually one word or just a few words. Mm-hmm. And then we glue the leaves onto the, to the tree. Yeah. So sometimes we live in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So we're not used to landscapes with uh, leaveless trees. <laughs> So usually our leaves end up on the tree rather than, you know, scattered on the ground. Yeah. But, you know, do whatever works for you. Well, we do a tree. We did a tree one time. Mm-hmm. And it was actual, like, uh, the cinnamon branches right. you can you buy. Right. You did a three-dimensional. Yeah. yeah. And then it was, everyone had their own tree and what they're thankful for. But then you, we had all these leaves cut out that you can do a leaf for someone else's tree oh, and cute. what you're thankful for about yeah. them. And then we left them up. And then on Thanksgiving... Um, when family came over, like aunts and uncles, that was the activity. I said, you can dress our trees. Of course, oh, they didn't cute. have their own. Right. <laughs> but if you want to, here's leaves. And if you, right. you want to say something you're thankful for about us, you know, my parents, my sister, you know, Mark, my husband, sure. you can dress the tree. That's and cute. And they did. So it was really, yeah, a cute little family craft. Yeah, a little keepsake. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also sitting down and writing thankful notes or thank you notes. Um, you know, just to acknowledge things that you're thankful about, you know, not thinking for some, thanking someone for something they gave to you, Mm -hmm. but instead saying, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being kind to me. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you for loving me, you know, Mm -hmm. so being able to share that with people because that goes a long way. Yeah. Just being able to be thankful. And, and you can use that as a letter writing lesson. Absolutely. And, um, I think it, it would be really fun to work it into like a weekly thing, Sure, you know, as mm-hmm. part of your, a daily, you know, every Monday we're going to write a thank you card to one person, right. you know, and everyone can sign it or we pass it around you. Everyone write one thing they like right. about them and you can have the address book there and totally. you can cycle through your whole family and then cycle through all your friends. It'd be a really fun uh, thing to make part of your weekly weekly thing or a daily thing in November, yeah. you know, I'm going to propose something crazy right now. Oh, I think we do this with our coop group. Oh yeah. That'd be really cute. You know, no expectations. You know, the kids don't really have to know, but we can give them our coop group rosters. Yeah. And then as they're inspired, you know, in, yeah. in small chunks, we can say, okay, now it's time for more. Yeah. You work know? your way through right. the list. I mean, and right. they all have, we all have their birthdays. So I mean, right. it could even be on their birthday month. Yeah. You know, like whoever's birthdays are in January, yeah. that, that could be who you do or something. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I might propose really it for this month. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. So. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have 30 days in November. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could definitely figure out, you know, one a day or. Right. Yeah. 
if it's not an, an in-person exchange activity, nobody really feels left out. It's not like right, Valentine's totally. Day yeah. if you don't make one for everybody. I know. You, know, you just get them in the mail and forgotten. it's sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Oh, yes. We like to sit down and make a gift giving list. Mm. So we will make a list of the people we want to give to. Mm-hmm. And so we can kind of sit there and um, go through that activity together and, and think of other people. Like the actual act of being thankful for someone and thinking of them. Well, that's usually like why you give, right? Right. Because you are glad they're in your life. And um, I like the idea of um, doing like a DoorDash where if... If you want to do, like I've done this before and mm-hmm. I've talked about it, but, and, and other people have too, where you can, everyone pile in the car and you can go and everyone has one person that they're thankful for and make them a plate of cookies or flowers right. or something. And then your whole family goes around to each of those places and drops off this, I'm thankful for you because blah, blah, right. blah, blah. So cute. And, and. And then they get this on their little door, you know, ding dong, ditch them and, and right. run. Yeah. You have a great. A list of those activities to do in the thankfulness blog that you wrote. Oh yeah, so yeah. So totally go check that out if out. you are looking for those kind of opportunities. Yeah, yeah. So you have something that's a craft that you like. Oh yeah, the thankful rocks. Okay. So um, you can, you know, it's a nice foundation to have thankfulness. You know, just permeate permeate your soul throughout your life, right? And permeate your day. Right. And so, if you um, want to, you can get some. Uh, Plain, smooth river rocks. Right. Get those, you know, paint markers and then write, um, have your kids write however many they want sure. as one or two, like one to three words of something they're thankful for on those little rocks. And then you can either spread them around your house, mm-hmm. spread them around your yard, have one near your entryway or one on your desk. And then you're seeing, you know, that rock. Right. And, and seeing something you're thankful for or that your kid is thankful for on right. a regular basis, just as you're walking through the house. And it can actually de-stress you and calm you yeah. and just change your perspective in an instant. And then another fun thing is you can take those thankful rocks and you can give them to other people. Sure. You can take them to a playground and put them other places mm-hmm. as well. Um, and especially if they're a general thank you, like, right. you know, friendship, then that could easily go... Yeah. In a playground where you frequently you visit, and then you could see, is my rock still here? Exactly. That's and if, cute. And if someone picked it up, that's great too. Great. They yeah. they have that to go home with. Right. So it's just a really fun fun thing to do, and it's easy, simple. Yeah. You know, you just need the supplies. That's right. So the next little category I have is giving. Yeah. And you already talked about that. You know, a lot of times being thankful, I'll. Um, also entails or it leads us to giving. Um, and we're going to have a totally different um, episode or a separate episode um, about giving. And that's going to be the next week's episode, 23. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just real quick, you know, if you're trying to work some giving ideas into teaching thankfulness, especially right now, um, a great opportunity is um, Samaritan's Purse Operation Christmas Child. Mm-hmm. And so that has to be done. You have to drop off between November 16th and 23rd. Right. So before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And -hmm. we'll dive into this more on our giving episode. But definitely put that on your list if you're interested in doing that Mm -hmm. because time is ticking. Yes, for sure. And it's it's fairly quick to do it, but the drop off and the mailing is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And then um, obviously there's the the canned food drives. You know, you're so thankful for all that God's blessed you with in the way of food and nourishment that we can bless others. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's hard to not see a food drive. Yeah, I mean, there are like every church. The grocery stores. Now at the grocery stores, they have the the prepackaged paper bags. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Pay for that and Mm -hmm. they disperse it. So even like um, Chick fil A had a big uh, like trash can. Yes. You know, to drop off stuff too. So, yeah, yeah, it should be easy to find. And you could even ask your kids if they want to donate, you know, money, you know, to go buy something and and give of themselves. And that might also produce just a, a reverence of thankfulness and caring for others. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've always loved the idea of, um, you know, wanting to serve meals for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. as a way to help others have stuff. But it's not something that I've been completely led to do yet. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's having small children or Mm -hmm. maybe it's just not my way of giving. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, one thing that I like to do is actually contact or research the different shelters in my area and they often have a needs list Mm -hmm. you know so whether you're getting paper goods from Costco so that they can serve you know and they can spend their money elsewhere Mm -hmm. is really helpful to them Mm -hmm. so that's how um my family has done that in the Mm -hmm. past is just being able to to go off of those needs lists for the different shelters that we want to support yeah and that's a big thing and it's funny a lot of that the reason we're mentioning it here too is a lot of that is in November right and they kind of like don't do that in December as much. Yeah, I, I mean, it really depends. I have, um, I had a wonderful friend in my mops group who, on Christmas Day, her Christmas Day was going down to the San Diego River. Oh, okay. And to serve the homeless that were down oh, okay, there. Okay. So there's definitely things, but I think yes, the very common one is Thanksgiving. Yeah, because we used to do the soup kitchens, exactly. and I remember in college going, and I don't even know if it was actual Thanksgiving Day, but it was what the homeless shelter did as a Thanksgiving meal. Yes. And we'd go in and serve, you know, the um, the homeless um, individuals and families who came in yeah. for a meal. But I don't remember, and you know, in LA, I think it's every week or every day, probably. But anyway, yes, there's always the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of wraps up all my categories. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Um, I have this really great quote by Charlotte, oh, yeah. Charlotte Bronte. One of, I think, both of our favorite artists and authors. (laughs) Um, So she says, for my part, I am almost contented just now and very thankful. Gratitude is a divine emotion. It fills the heart, but not to bursting. It warms it, but not to fever. So, yeah, yeah, definitely my favorite. Um, I did write down some thankful songs. Oh, I forgot to share. What? How can I forget? Um, There's one that we found when uh, my daughter was really little because I shared with my husband my favorite childhood artist, Raffi. Anyone remember the Raffi sing-along? No. He did Baby Beluga. He's the Baby Beluga guy. You're looking at me like I know what you're talking about. You don't even know Baby Baby Beluga in... No. No, You have to keep singing for me to know. No, no, no. I I need to hear more. I like to eight... Eight, 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 that's okay. Raffi. Oh, cute. Uh, but anyway, he runs deep in my heart, and uh, I would we would rent the VHS from Warehouse or Blockbuster often because I needed to have the sing-along video And with what does me. this have to do with thankfulness? He has a song called Thanks A Lot. 
And oh, it's that's just cute. the sweetest Aww. song. You know, thanks for the trees. Thanks for it's just the sweetest song. Oh yeah. Thanks for the spirit in me. Yeah, it's Aww. really sweet. So I will <laughs> link so that cute. for you. And then um, I happened to look at different songs about um, gratitude and being thankful. And there's a whole list that I'll link for you. I won't go through very many, but there's the obvious Thank You by Dido. That was oh. really big in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I want to thank you. Yeah. Uh, so there's to- a, a great list, and you're like, oh, oh, you you're have right. Abba, yeah. Natalie Merchant yeah. on there, and then thank you for being a friend, the oh, Golden yeah. Girls, oh yeah. yeah, theme song. You don't even need to tell me. Of course, I know it's the Golden yeah. Girls. My husband watches it on like marathon, Uh-oh. nonstop, <laughs> nonstop. It was like, oh yeah, this episode aired two months ago. They're already repeating. Well, Sophie <laughs> is just so great. I yeah, mean, Sophia. I mean, oh, Sophia. Sophia. She's just the best. That's, that's um, who your daughter's named after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's who I named her after. That little Italian grandma. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's even songs by Ariana Grande. So it's just, you know, across genres, across decades. I love across, that. Yeah, that's decades, so cool. So. Yeah, so I'll link that for everybody. So if you're looking for a reason to have a playlist, you know, oh, yeah, this that's makes a really an ex- excellent playlist. Jumping mm. off point. Yeah, that's yeah. really great. Okay, should we do our joys? Yes, ma'am. So we have a combined joy. Yeah. We wanted to talk about how joyful we were at our Halloween party. Oh, yeah. It was so, so much fun. Yeah. There were five of us Coop Group moms. Yeah. And, um, like, I had the most fun just hanging out with the moms. Oh, Actually, sure. I mean, the kids were doing their own thing. We were there from, like, I was there from one to nine. Yeah. So eight hours. And it was, there was swimming. There were crafts. There mm-hmm. was. Um, still a lot of free play. There was a movie outside. Oh, yeah. Well, we had this idea of, of getting together for Halloween because we knew there wasn't going to be trick-or-treatings in many neighbor or trick-or-treating in many mm-hmm. neighborhoods. And um, we were planning to go camping. And yeah. I think we talked about that on we here, did. in fact. Because, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, because we went, we did we a whole went. episode. I know. Well, we were scoping our campsites. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if we shared this, but... Uh, we learned that they were going to be enforcing the no commingling rule. Yeah, you know that's that's COVID cancel for me. Yep, done. C squared. Yeah, <laughs> done. So um, you know we we tried to adapt. I think I was the 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 last one to come around to. I was done. I was like, I'm done. No Halloween. It's it's over Aww. this year. You know, and everyone was so excited to kind of just you know regroup, and it was. Phenomenal. It you know? was. So yeah. I didn't mourn for not being able to camp, you know, and that would totally. have been its own wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. But we had an epic party. Yeah. Our friend's mom was so generous. I mean, talk about being thankful. Oh, like, yeah. She just was so sweet. She she did all the food. And, yeah. And then, oh, it was yeah. so yeah. It was so nice. It was it was it felt like a vacation for us because we're not doing all the cooking and cleaning. Right. You know, it was really great. And then the decorations were really fun. Right. They um, one of the coop moms spent a ton of she and her husband yeah spent a ton of time prepping all that it was so fun yeah and I loved the glow station because yeah then afterwards we had our own like well I had my own rave it was a one woman rave by myself yeah Yeah. but the video is pretty cool let me just say epic well I guess you'll have to share it now yeah um yeah so what we had planned even for camping was to have different stations for the kids to kind of give this idea of moving, you know, like mm-hmm. you do in trick-or-treating. And so we did the same idea. We had our same stations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just kind of changed up a little bit of the mm-hmm. logistics. And no camping, no tents. We all went to bed in our 
our our nice cozy. It was homes. nice. It was yeah. nice. Not yeah. complaining about yeah, that no, too much. I know. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, one of the families made a uh, launcher. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it was like a rocket launcher out of PVC piping using an air compressor. Yes. It was super fun, and yeah. so they would. They first did it, and you know, really put candy, put candy in. Yeah. And they had to like prime it. You know, it's like a cannon. You know, mm-hmm. they have to prime it first, and then they would get the air compressor up to the right psi, and then they would turn it on, and poof, all the candy would go. The kids, yeah, would it would down. go like three stories high. Yeah, it was pretty epic. Yeah, and then, and I didn't realize we were also going to do it with the glow sticks. But then it got dark, and all of a sudden, I I hear the kids counting down, and and I see the glow sticks go, and that was just really fun. Yeah, so was fun. every family brought different kinds of glow sticks mm-hmm. and glow stick items. Well, I brought glow rings. Oh yes, the, the ever. That's kind of rings. my thing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, my little guy took the baby shark, and so Aww. just today he was carrying it around the house. Baby shark, that's so yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Well, that's his song. It's his song. I got I I took the unicorn for myself before I even offered them to the kids. So I was like, um, yeah. this one's mine. And then at least one other mom followed suit. Oh, yeah. So I'm not sure any kid got a unicorn. <laughs> they get unicorn everything. Yeah, you know Sometimes what? Sometimes it's yeah. just our turn. Yeah, exactly. But there was like glow stick headbands with ears. I mean, it was just it's so, so cute. cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, that's it. I was super thankful for that yes. Halloween. Yes. And we're thankful for you. 